Alright, welcome everyone to Joe Star All Stars, a podcast by four secret handshake nerds for all you secret handshake nerds out there. As always, I'm Joey Foils. I'm Grant. I'm Tim. And I'm Victor. And today we're here to talk to you about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Stardust Crusaders, Episode 24, High Priestess, Part 2. And that's a mouthful. I and wish the show had a better way to name it. You made things. it. You got it. I did it. Did it in one. We yeah. didn't even need to do another take. For all our audience knows. Mm-hmm. And this is like uh, the season finale for the first <laughs> This is the season finale. Yeah, this is the season finale. And, but before we get any further... JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, watch along podcast where we watch every single episode of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure and occasionally make a joke about it. Just once in a while. Yeah. No. At least it- yeah. So, um, yeah, <laughs> you're right. Crickets chirp. Uh, At least it was better than the golden no, it'll, wind. Of- it'll sound better in post. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Don't date it, Tim. Don't date it. I'm allowed to be mad about yeah. that forever, and I choose to be mad about that forever. <laughs> <laughs> We'll just add extra episodes when we finally get there, just to talk about how mad we are about it. So, yeah, this is the... Victor, we did it. This is the sound effect opening for Stan Proud. Yeah! 24 episodes deep into Stardust Crusaders, we're now halfway there. Halfway there! Yeah. Live it on a prayer. (laughs) You know what? Halfway through Stardust now... I'm still confident in my declaration that I love Stardust Crusaders. I'm confident in my declaration that I can't wait for next season. <laughs> <laughs> the season, season two, I think, is better. But you're right, Grant. I'm appreciating this on a level I didn't the first three times I watched it. <laughs> the ensemble cast really adds something. I don't think I hated Polnareff as much going going through the first time. I- I didn't either, but now I'm just like, man, I, what a fucking Now man. I see through his bullshit. <laughs> I didn't know. I At didn't first know. it was charming and amusing, but now it's just a liability. <laughs> <laughs> I was really surprised when y'all seemed like, oh no, this went too far in punishing Polnareff with judgment. And I'm like, no, I don't, if anything, it didn't go far enough. Look, he deserves a lot of shit, but I, didn't, I still don't think he deserved that much shit. So, the episode begins when their vehicle has, once again, crashed into the ocean floor, and no! <laughs> they're all suiting How? up. True Joe Star style. Why? <laughs> At the end of last episode, uh, Joe, like Joseph asked Jotaro, like, hey, I'm going to have a hard time getting the scuba gear on with only one hand. Are you going to help me out? <laughs> do, it like, yourself, do it yourself, old man. Do it yourself, old man. No. <laughs> Get to it, idiot. <laughs> and, like, yeah, sure enough, he's struggling to get that scuba gear on. It doesn't seem that hard. My favorite part of reading this manga was it was it started off with the manga like it gives an explanation of what everything is with the scuba gear, except I guess whoever did the translation for it was like I don't know what B like it's a BC jacket and it's like I don't know what BC stands for. (laughs) 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 It literally says this in the translation. I forgot what BC stands for. (laughs) Wow. Top gotcha. <laughs> okay, so like this panel is just like an actual diagram, like showing all the components to the scuba gear that Joseph is wearing. <laughs> yeah. Just labeling everything. Okay, who paid for this? <laughs> who paid for this like arc of the manga for real? <laughs> eh. Scuba company. <laughs> It was clearly a private, like, a personal submarine company advertising its new thing to the Shonen Jump readership. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that Venn diagram works out. <laughs> a lot of anime otaku teens buying private submarines. <laughs> oh. Oh, Anyways, Anyways, so Joseph helpfully explains all about scuba diving. And you know what? I consider this a credible source. I would believe that Joseph has actually done this before because he seems like the kind of just stupid adventure vacation type. Oh, absolutely. Fair. I mean, once once it, you beat it, a pillar, man, you're not really afraid of anything else in life. Yeah, so he just goes diving, yeah. punching sharks. Or Jumping out of airplanes, does he, yeah. Does he even need the no. tank? I mean, like, didn't they practice, like, Hamon breathing underwater? Oh, right. He could, he could <laughs> hold his breath for, like, ten minutes. <laughs> 
He's really low himself care since then. Yeah. He's forgotten yeah. what Hamon is. It's called Overdrive now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's called Sendo. Uh, <laughs> no, that's dumb. <laughs> it's actually Messina. Nah! <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so he explains that they're not going to be able to talk, so they'll use hand signals. <laughs> but, you know, to keep it simple, we're only going to use two. And right, Polaris this- upset. This one, if you look at, I get to punch you in the arm, and <laughs> <laughs> and the other one is like, for, it's like, okay, we're gonna use this for when things are not okay, and he makes an airplane <laughs> with his hand, <laughs> and I'm like, yep, this checks out. <laughs> <laughs> My- my favorite bit about this is like when he's explaining this, he's like, well, I'm just gonna go ahead and start. Like, I, I haven't fully explained how to scuba dive or how to breathe properly, but I'm going to start letting water into this room. <laughs> if anybody doesn't, Look, it's take a if while. Anybody doesn't un- understand or if there's a problem with your gear, I really don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to take a while to fill up the room. Come on now. We'll call the weak ones. It'll probably be pulled up. It's fine. <laughs> we'll, call the, we'll call the weak ones. Makes intense eye contact with Paul <laughs> Anyway, Polnareff has his own hand signal he wants to Ooh. use. He knows sign language. <laughs> I didn't hear the air quotes there. He knows sign language. Yeah, after Avdol points out, hey, can't we just use our stands to talk underwater? And just is like, oh, I, I didn't think about that. Oh, it's like, we literally did this like... <laughs> How many times before? At least two. I didn't know that y'all knew that I could talk with my stand. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't have to sandbag for that one? Fuck. <laughs> and, and anyways, Polnareff was like, wait, then that means I don't get to use my favorite one, my favorite hand signal. And then he just does a whole bunch of nonsense. No, it's not and, nonsense. It's Pantsu Marumire. Meru. And Kakyoin being somehow an absolute curve. Picks up absolutely on it. knows, like... He, I see underwear over there. Your panties are showing. And, and they engage in what should not exist. <laughs> Kakyoin and Polnareff absolutely should not have a secret handshake together. And here they are doing the most amazingly choreographed one I've seen today. So Look, they've, ar- they've already encountered a stand that can replicate them. It helps to have a secret handshake. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, like, but, how long has Polnareff been planning this moment? <laughs> like, the music changes, their faces get, like, stone cold. <laughs> yes. and they just rock, dirt, dirt. It's like, it's a long, involved fucking It hand. looks like they grow Kakyoin three sizes in order to, like, m- be able to match Polnareff with these movements. Yes. Like, I... I this scene should not exist. It's cursed. It's, this is a cursed a scene. A little bit. As, in, in, as Joseph just yells out, We could die at any minute! <laughs> Stop pulling around. Has there Joseph ever been, says this. Has there ever been an interaction between Kakyoin and Polnar for lazy to believe that they would have this? No! no. Not at all! <laughs> in fact, I'm pretty sure they don't interact. I think the last... I'm pretty, like, they, I think he hit him... Like, Polnareff hit him once. It was like three episodes where, like, Polnareff was like, hey, you know, Kakyoin's not doing too good. <laughs> and then Kakyoin shit in his eggs and everything was okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was last episode where it was like, hey, what's taking so long with the coffee? Get it yourself, <laughs> asshole! <laughs> <laughs> you think Kakyoin's just biting his tie until he can throw Polnareff under the bus? <laughs> I'm gonna get him real close to him so he won't see it coming. I think he maybe like he realized that this uh, scuba tank that Polnareff put on is the stand user. Like the stand. And he's just you're, you're telling me that something that he touches immediately becomes a stand? No, no. So we get an like I want to call it an indirect kissu, but it's an actual direct. It's a direct a direct kissu. kissu. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's through a stand. Does that count? Oh, it's no. direct. God, it's so good though because the room fills up with water and we get a cut. Okay, 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 and then it goes to Polnareff who's <laughs> just died. <laughs> oh, like, it's so good. And it, the way it's shot, you can't see that he's getting eaten by a high priestess. So there's just that moment of 
It's just Polar Ref, isn't it? Did he yeah. forget to put his thing on? <laughs> and then arms come out of the regulator. Yeah. Honestly, I thought it was a fake out, and I thought it wasn't going to be a stand, like, biting on him. I thought it was just Polar Ref being bad. Yeah, you would not be wrong for thinking that. And, and this is where we cut the stand proud. <laughs> no. And I, 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 so I just want to go on record as saying that this is this is an indirect kisu. Yeah, okay, it's yeah. it's through a stand because we've we've established spiritual condom, <laughs> right? Yeah, obviously, I, so spiritual mouth condom. I want to take a few moments to go over because this is the last time we get stand proud. This is the sound effect opening. Oh. It's real good, just like every time. But I'm going to call it a couple of things for Victor because we're not going to see it anymore, and this is the best time I think. Mm-hmm. So sure. you know, there's a point where. You can see five shooting stars going across the sky, right? Uh, yeah, I'm looking for it. You see it. You actually see a sneaky six. <gasps> yeah. Ooh. Because it represents the five Stardust Crusaders. And oh. a sneaky sixth one. Sneaky sixth? Do you see it when it, like... Watch the scene. It's on the right side of the screen. There is a six shooting star. Yeah. Wait, but, wait, give me a timestamp. Uh, on Crunchyroll, it is 320. Sponsored by Crunchyroll. We are not. No, we are not. Yeah, I do see That's it. Avdol a second time. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. <laughs> and other lies, um, I will say directly to your face. <laughs> it's actually actually represents Empress. It's whole horse. Uh, <laughs> I wish. It's Captain Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> He's back, baby. <laughs> the dark building here. We'll actually see this next season. It's that exact building. And it zooms into a very specific staircase, which we will also see at the end of next season, with Dio standing at the top of it. <laughs> like, just remember this for later. It's very good. Okay. But like, the clip of them all walking, like, all five walking in a line. Those are, like, all places they've been. Yes. Episodes, like it cuts Yep. Oh, I didn't realize in the camel scene there's like there's all five of them walking, but I think the one that's sitting down is Abdol's. Mm. Like oh. you get to see the island where they fought Cameo, the Judgment Fight one. Like these openings are pretty jam packed, and this is one of the denser ones. Yes. If you watch the the bit with the thorns, where it's it's like the whole Joestar family tree with the yep. stone mask in the mm. background. Yep. Like, I think yeah. next opening is going to be denser, but this yeah. one's very, pretty dense. We get the Dio doing the wham. George thing. Jr. does not look the same. I, oh yeah. Joseph's father doesn't look anything like he did previously. Uh, he looks pretty. Similar. No, he does not. He has such a longer face in the uh, initial. Nobody remembers what he looks I, like. I certainly don't. <laughs> Least of all a Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> look, God, he's you, not an important just. It's true. Like. In, in the background, when they're all doing their stand attacks, you can see a yeah. boat going by, a trolley car, like, the, the gondola. The skyline, yeah, the sun. The sun. The, sun. God, the sound effects. It's just a gorgeous so and well-put-together opening. Jo- it really is really The great. other JoJo, like, all three yeah. JoJo's looking up, yep. all the tarot cards, and they're in that hallway, that the, the, the big building that, uh, the first opening, Sonajuna Sadame ended in. Yeah. Yeah. And he goes for the punch, just like Joseph does, but with Star Platinum. And it's Shadow Dio. <laughs> the final scene here, Victor, in a good way, plays into the next one. When the, he's, like, uh, in space, punching. Yeah. The, there's, like, a part two to this in the next opening. It's real mm. good. Fuck, I love JoJo. God. JoJo's real good. I love these openings. Best in class. Yeah. All right, thank you for indulging So Polnareff is dying. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Uh, His regulator is the stand. Now he no, can't we, use Hamon breathing. Nobody really <laughs> rushes to help him. They all just no. kind of watch. Yeah, be, yeah because they... <laughs> they're like, is this, is this happening? Is this time? <laughs> is it burrows thing, into his mouth. The thing like really like starts burrowing in his mouth, and they're just like taking the back seat for this. They should know by... like They should know that he's dead. He took... <laughs> the high Priestess fucking took Joseph's hand clean off. <laughs> it's not really trying. Look, Jotaro finally decides to do something and reaches out with Star Platinum and, and just misses in the nick of time. And you know, he could have done that any time before this, but he yeah. didn't. It was really surprising, but... Grant. It's like, ah, oh, ah, oh, shucks, missed it. Well, whoopsie. Oh, well, whoops. Just Polnarf's dead. Yep. <laughs> That's it. Just the four of us now. 
So, jo- Kakuin and Joseph definitely could have done this through Polnareff's mouth and went in through the nose on purpose, right? <laughs> yes. On purpose. Oh, yeah. This Absolutely. was a choice. Oh, yes. He, he now, needs... I understand why Kakuin does this. It's because Kakuin is a good boy and he has a conscience. But I don't understand why Joseph does this. He stabbed <laughs> the shit out of Joseph's brain. <laughs> it's just gotta get a little payback. Herb Purple is not going after Hypriestus. It's just rooting around and pulling us noggin. <laughs> you, you see those thorns? It's going in. But Joseph is the one who claims he grabbed uh, uh, the stand first. Sure. And, o- and yeah. other lies that Joseph tells the other Crusaders. <laughs> also, yeah. why can Joseph do this? Like. <laughs> Look, if you like, don't make any rules, you can't break them. <laughs> Constantly learning new things when he decides to stop sandbagging. My stand only takes pictures of Dio when I break a camera. <laughs> and other lies. So this high priestess transforms into a spear gun. And... <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I'm looking at this manga panel. Those three panels are fucking wonderful. <laughs> oh my god! Oh yeah, this like <laughs> looks great. It's, oh it's my god! The tentacles birth out of Polnareff holding this blob. <laughs> the next panel is it turning into like it looks like a lizard, and then a spear gun. It's just a spear gun floating. Like ta-da! There's no we in between. Seen, we have seen Araki do this art better before when he did fucking cars transforming and it's like yeah, oh you can actually hand. see the transform you know yeah. like into the flower and stuff and he knows how to do this and he just draws a spear gun <laughs> no attempt <laughs> in between shots. you see he had to go through the nose because they had to push from the other side to push out yeah, the, sure. yeah, I, don't, I don't know I don't care man this is this is funny <laughs> fuck Polnareff <laughs> you're right from the fence of a spear gun no well, not, yeah, before, not before Hierophant Green uses Emerald Splash, and I'm like, what is this going to do to a spear gun? <laughs> it was, what was it going to do to a stand? <laughs> you're also, you're underwater. <laughs> the, I, what I do really like about this episode is this might be the only stand fight where everyone participates yes. in a good way. Yeah, yeah everybody does something. Like... He sword fights the stand for a little while. Like, Joseph and Kakuin pull that thing out of him. Well, Abdul doesn't really do anything. He does something later. Oh, yeah, he do- He totally does later on. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, I've blocked out the last <laughs> half of this episode. <laughs> so, anyways, they, they finally get out of the hatch and, and just kind of leave the stand behind. Yeah, that'll like, work. Like, that'll work, I yeah. guess. I mean, there's no minerals if they're swimming. Wait, shit, salt! <laughs> and they, 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 <laughs> we went over I know! They basically say that, like, there, there's no minerals around, like, they're just rocks below us, so just keep an eye out. There are keep no rocks around, for... keep an eye on the rocks below us. Just keep an eye out for screws on your equipment, like, <laughs> and so they just start swimming away. <laughs> it's all good, we, we did it, we escaped the stand, right? Yep. And we did it. So and um, like, oh, next episode, Stardust Star Crusaders, <laughs> Stardust Crusaders, season one over. Uh, oh, hey guys, I see a tunnel up ahead. Let's so swim towards that tunnel that looks suspiciously like a nose. Suspicious. <laughs> Victor, Victor, how long? Come on, give it to me. Uh, it, it looked like a fucking nose. All right, <laughs> it's like, just a nose. <laughs> <laughs> It and took it about pulls. two seconds between, oh, that looks like a nose, for me to go, it's the nose of the fucking <laughs> And then, like, two seconds later, it pans out, and there's a giant face. And I'm like... It's a real weird-looking face. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, it's and, a and real weird-looking stand. Oh, man. I've written in my notes, um, long-range stand by Long-range stand? Oh, my God! <laughs> this is fucking <laughs> bullshit! <laughs> I'm like, what are we even doing here? <laughs> The rules don't mean anything. No, fuck off. I mean, it's long range. The closer it gets, the stronger it gets. <laughs> this is the no, fuck this that. is the strongest stand. Its teeth are diamonds. And we all know diamonds are unbreakable. I entertain myself. <laughs> anyway, it eats them. It fucking yep. eats them. It just eats them. <laughs> 
I mean, it, it has really fucking creepy eyes, and it's like, I didn't like when its face opened up, and like, it, nothing about it I liked. This is, <sighs> I, like, the way this is framed, it feels like a different, like, horror movie callback, like, the Chucky callback, or the Friday the 13th movie callback, but I can't, for the life of me, come up with what it would be. It looks very specific and intentional, the way this thing looks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I... Because it is creepy as fuck. It yeah, is it's, really fucking It's real creepy. weird. So what follows is, like, the Crusaders being stuck in a mouth and being very confused about, how, like, the anatomy of a mouth. Yeah, there's a uvula. <laughs> there are quite a few times where they shout, what's that? Or where are we? And the answer is just a mouth. It's a like every giant night. stone mouth. That, what the that, fuck do you want? That's a tooth, dude. That's a tongue. That, like... <laughs> This keeps happening. Look, none of the Crusaders have their vor fetish started. This is their awakening. <laughs> Look, they put the regulators in oh, their own mouth and it. they just forgot what the, the mouth was. Sorry, I, I got it. I placed it. What? Look at this manga panel. Uh-huh. Okay. okay. Homer Simpson. <laughs> I, and, and you're not wrong, but like also. I mean, is it the, it's Japanese, so it's Mr. Bubble, right? Yeah, you're right, Mr. Mr. Sparkle. Sparkle. Oh, Oh, man. Man, I should actually know the answer to that question. Hold on. We now return to podcast Googling. (laughs) Yeah! It's Mr. Sparkle. I got it right. Okay, yeah. So... At this moment, the stand user finally decides to talk to their stand. It's like, you fools! Uh, stand works off of minerals, and the whole seabed is minerals, you fools! You fell right into my trap. Like, what is what is this? Yeah, that was a pretty big oversight. I don't know how they could possibly have been that fucking stupid. You walked right into my trap that would have worked literally anywhere and everywhere. And so they're like, oh... She must be closer than we think. It's so powerful. And she's like, oh, you fools, I'm seven meters above you on the shore. (laughs) But you'll never get to me. You'll never see my face. You'll die down there. But don't worry. Polnareff's got a plan to get Does him out he? of here. <laughs> Does he? Does he? Yup. Oh man. Because she she says Jotaro, it's too bad I couldn't have met you first. You might have been my type. I have no idea what evidence she's basing this off of. Jotaro is no lady's type except for maybe Holly's. Jotaro uh, is every <laughs> lady like, and most guys' come, type. Come on, Victor. Victor. You've seen him interact with every single woman. By calling them a bitch and they just fall head over heels in love. <laughs> You've also seen him interact with basically every single man, including every guy on this podcast. <laughs> so, like, I think oh, the appeal cutero. is pretty universal. So, Polnaroff, like, starts whispering in Jotaro's ear. And you know, you should, you yes, know, you should, the time to get rid of and you know, you shouldn't listen to what he was saying. And I'm like, Jotaro, why did you do it? Why? You know better. <laughs> the it the almost more works. mystifying thing is everybody knows this was Polnareff's plan and they just and, go with and it. And they oversell it. Like, because if Jotaro had it. been the only one who did this, it might have worked. It might have worked. But then, yeah. and then Polnareff jumps in and I'm like, okay, that's a little much. And then every single other one <laughs> pops in and says something. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, y'all are fucking liars. Ugh. <laughs> to be clear, the plan is to hit on the stand user. Man, maybe I, I wish I could have seen your face, because maybe you'd have been my type. Mm. Oh, and then, like, the stand blushes, and they're all like, oh, yeah, I bet she, her voice sounds like, oh, beautiful. She sounds... If only I were 20 years old. <laughs> she comes all across as an elegant woman. My fortune teller's instinct tells me it. <laughs> she like, sounds like Audrey Hepburn. <laughs> I like to think that this is how they all think, like, flirting flirting is <laughs> like this is like <laughs> I, I mean I think like that's... they're close except for maybe Abdul <laughs> <laughs> like, that's Abdul's go-to <laughs> the cards say you and me together in the future <laughs> you... oh the lover's card again <laughs> my fortune teller's instincts told me that you and I <laughs> and now they get a nice tongue lashing I guess 
Like, the way this tug moves is, is no, nothing about this makes sense. They all go flying. Somehow. It's, someone shouts, What is some, that? <laughs> somehow. <laughs> just, we don't know. It's a tongue, you dumbass. Somehow, asses. this tongue is dexterous like, enough to hit specifically Jotaro away into them, like, between some teeth. I mean, you can't just flick specific pieces of food into your teeth. <laughs> That's what a tongue is for. That's literally what it does. <laughs> This looks bad. This looks real bad. <laughs> no, no, it, it, it looks terrible. <laughs> I don't A lot of things in this show look really great. This is not one of them. <laughs> uh, but, you know, here we are talking about the stand user, because she's finally talking. And for real this time, it's a musical reference, right, Victor? Yeah. The the translation comes out as Rose, uh, but it, the what they're actually saying is Midler, as in Bette Midler. Oh, weird reference. Yeah, yeah. Bette Midler. She was a singer in like the seventies or eighties or something like that. Uh, yeah, I don't know much about her because that is the kind of music that I absolutely do not listen to. <laughs> well, tell us a little more, Victor. Let's go. Welcome back to JoJo's Bizarre Western Music Reference. This week, we're taking on one of the 70s and 80s most prolific multimedia entertainers, Bette Midler. She was a singer, a songwriter, a comedian, and an actress. She's won Grammys, Emmys, Golden Globes, and a Tony Award. And that last one was in 2017. She's been working it for over 50 years. Now, that said, I am not really a Bette Midler fan, but you absolutely have to respect the hustle. The Divine Miss M's career begins in 1965 when she used the money she had earned playing a film extra to move from Hawaii to New York City. She had studied theater in high school and in three semesters of college, and she soon started acting in off-off-Broadway productions. But she was in a Broadway production of Fiddler on the Roof as soon as 1966, followed by Salvation in 1969 and the original production of The Who's Tommy in 1971. In 1970, she started singing in a gay bathhouse where she both built up a following for her musical career and developed a good working relationship with her pianist Barry Manilow, who would go on to produce her first album in 1972. The Divine Miss M, as the album was called, was a fast success, selling over a million copies and earning Bette Midler the Grammy for Best New Artist. She would release another four albums by the end of the decade, running the spectrum of soft rock, lounge music, oldies covers, and an ill-fated foray into disco. In 1977, she starred in her first primetime TV special called All Red Hair Is Back, which earned her the first of an eventual three Emmy Awards. To cap off the 70s, Midler made her first credited feature film appearance as the star of 1979's The Rose, where she played a drug-addicted rock star in the vein of Janis Joplin. The public and critics both loved it, and she took home two Golden Globe wins and an Oscar nomination for her performance. The soundtrack to the film was also a huge success, and the title track became her biggest hit at the time. It topped the adult contemporary chart for five weeks and made number three on the Hot 100. And Bet earned her first Grammy for Best Female Pop Vocal Performance for the song. After that, Midler's career stalled a little bit through the first half of the 80s. Her next film was a flop, and she released just one studio album in the whole decade, 1983's No Frills, which didn't do too great, honestly. However, in 1985, she performed on We Are the World and at the Live Aid event that followed. Then, she starred in a string of successful comedies between 1986 and 1988, including a voice role in Disney's Oliver and Company. In 1988, she also starred in the movie Beaches, a modest success that was generally panned by critics, but the soundtrack to which became, and still is, Bette Midler's best-selling album. 
that can be almost entirely attributed to the soundtrack's second single, a cover of a song that had been floating around in a number of different versions by various artists since it was written in 1982, but had never seen any mainstream success up to then. That song, of course, was Wind Beneath My Wings. Bette Midler's recording of the song went to number one in the U.S. and scored the Grammys for Record of the Year and Song of the Year. Now, since then, Midler has continued to star in films, 18 acting credits since Beaches, and she's put out music, eight studio albums in that same time frame. She returned to the stage in 2017 at the age of 71 to play the title role in a revival of Hello, Dolly, which is when she earned her only Tony nomination and win. It's a ton of output, with the most notable releases from it probably being the Billboard number 2 hit From a Distance in 1990, and a co-starring role in The Stepford Wives in 2004. But I would of course be remiss, and my wife would be very disappointed in me, if I didn't mention what most people of this generation know Bette Midler for, which is a starring role in 1993's Hocus Pocus as Winnie Sanderson. Hey, she sings a cover of Screamin' Jay Hawkins' I Put a Spell on You in that movie, so uh, let's go out on that. Victor, some say JoJo, it is a river that drowns the Kakyoi. (laughs) 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 Okay. okay. (laughs) Thank you, Joey. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Oh. All right, I tried real hard to be mad at that. Yeah. <laughs> other other things right. I was thinking about. <laughs> have you? Have I ever told you you're my JoJo? <laughs> For you oh, are beneath Jesus. the cockyoe. <laughs> 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 Because it fits the, the, the like couple that he, it fits the meter. You try and make a song about pulling their ass. It's impossible. While his beautiful guitar is crushed between some teeth, my dear. And that's the end of part three. <laughs> the JoJo line stops and here. And who's going to replace? Who's going to replace me? Kujo Jojo is the main character. <laughs> So, dumb, like, impossible fake out. The car guy killed him. Some teeth killed him. It's possible. It's, it, it's the season finale. You know, you gotta pull out all the stops. Oh, yeah. Kill off your main character. God. <laughs> so, he's getting crushed. He tries to hold it back. And we get a good scene of, like, the entire crew helping out, like... We get some good magician's red as he's, like, burning the shit out of Midler, but it's too, like, Kakyoin is holding everyone up with Hierophant Green to dodge attacks. It's kind of cool. It's very cool, actually. And then they crushes his oxygen tank, and for some reason it explodes. Yeah. Didn't you see yeah, Jaws? Yeah, pressurized. Yeah. Like, okay, that's, it's not supposed to be a fiery explosion. <laughs> Especially, yeah. this doesn't seem like a, a totally oxygen-rich environment, and they, they, there's there was oxygen no... in the canister. Right yeah, there. come on, <laughs> it's science. They all just kind of like stand around after this, and they're, they're like, "Wait, 
Do you, do you hear that? He's been defeated. What's that sound? That sound is one of the best things I've ever heard. That sound belongs to It's like a fucking train approaching. It's so good. It's the teeth. It's coming from the teeth. Brace yourselves. And you hear, like coming from the distance. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. Because apparently, Star Platinum, like they call out these teeth that are as hard as diamonds. But not as hard as Star Platinum Kid's Kakyoin as he punches his way through. Like, and everybody just kind of stares in awe of just Star Platinum beating the shit out of all the teeth. It's literally going down the line, punching every single tooth. No, no, no. He doesn't just break out. He ruins the stand. He pulverizes those teeth. Like, like incidental punishment after the play is over. <laughs> He's like, come on, guys, we're getting out of here. <laughs> like, I think, like, Abdul even calls out, like, oh, yeah, I guess, why were we worried? I forgot. Star Platinum is just impossibly strong. <laughs> Jotaro gets a really nice one-liner, and he says, your so-called diamonds were a little low on calcium. Gizio. And I'm like, that's a nerdy fucking one-liner. <laughs> There's no calcium in diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like that was a dumb one-liner, but it worked on me. <laughs> You're so mixing bad. your metaphors too much. It got me though, and like yeah. that was it. They 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 got the stand user. Oh, I am also defeated when one part of me is beaten up. Okay, if someone shatters your fucking teeth, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, you're going yeah. down. Was... Especially uh... if you're a stand user and not like. A professional boxer or something. <laughs> if all of your teeth get blown out like that, you like that is incapacitating pain. Like holy shit! If one of your teeth gets blown out like this, <laughs> I guess that's fair. Yeah, I'd be like, I'm fucking done. <laughs> anyway, uh, dental pain is terrible, but not as terrible as jokes about dental pain. Right, <laughs> <pull the> ref. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, so we get Polnareff just being a creep, like one hundred percent. It's what he does. It's who he is. He's <laughs> like, hey, th- that must be Midler. I'm gonna go check her out. Like, she's unconscious. <laughs> what are you doing? He's like, Somebody have a whistle I can see from here. She looks like she has a nice bod. <laughs> like Polnareff is the worst. Yes. Uh, yeah. 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 Con- Congratulations, it took a, a full season. I hate Polnareff, we can never punish him enough. <laughs> so in the background, you do see Jotaro, and he has a starfish on him, and he just picks it up, picks it off, and just hucks it behind him. Is that like where that. all the starfish jokes about J- Jotaro comes from? <laughs> no, that's a different starfish. Oh, <laughs> god damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I actually missed that, that's a good little scene. <laughs> God. So uh, they they take a moment to appreciate the sun, like they just, <laughs> just stare like, directly, just stare at the, the sun. sun. They stare out over the sea, and they're like, "We've come a long way, haven't we?" It's like you know, it's been thirty days. Like it could have taken twenty hours by plane, but it took us this long to get here. We've come so far. It's been quite an adventure. <laughs> Even in a dream. Hey, the fuck are you talking about, man? I don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, oh yeah, y'all didn't see that. Never mind. Mm. <laughs> you know, what do you think about it? It could not possibly have been less expensive to buy a submarine that would have been just to buy an airplane. Yeah, like, but we all a... know their track record with airplanes. <laughs> yeah, but their track record with airplanes has gotten two worse on this trip. <laughs> yeah, so you don't want to get a third one, you know? No, I mean, like, from the start. They could have just bought a private jet in Japan. 100% the pilot would have been a, been the stand user. Yep. Yeah, but the same out- Captain Dragon did. Same outcome. <laughs> uh, Look, all modes of transportation in this season are 100% doomed from the start. Alright, they load themselves into a cannon. And uh-huh. the cannon is but a the stand. The cannon is a stand. Also, yeah. I'm disappointed they'd ever try to hide air balloon or zeppelin. That's a stand too. Like, the... the that would have been even worse. It would have been silly ducks. Joseph will not go anything named Zeppelin. All right. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's been there. He's been there, done that. Uh, he, he can't handle it. All right. So, <laughs> <laughs> in case you just pointed out to me that Zeppelin's always die prematurely anyway. 
Oh. <laughs> too soon. <laughs> Always get, too soon. So we get a nice little montage of their journey so far, and they've really covered a shit ton of ground. I love some of the stuff that makes the the montage here, like the pig toilet. Sure. Yeah. That's it's iconic. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It's a big part of their journey. They grew a lot from the pig toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say though, I actually like recaps like this. It's not too long, and it really does contextualize. Well, we have okay. It it wasn't like a smooth ride, but it's neat to see a highlights reel of a season. You know. And this is like the right time to do it. Yeah. Would have been would have been nice <laughs> golden wind and. <laughs> look we'll get to that like in like three years yeah. I'm, I'm going to continue to be upset it's hurt me recently and <laughs> that's dating the episode and I'm okay look, with that because I'm still angry look me you and Joey are all salty about the season finale for that but to, to, that's for another time yeah dude the moment they pick for strength is the monkey crushing the Rubik's Cube <laughs> it's so good yep <laughs> yep <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised God, Anne was in it. We we actually like announced that Anne exists <laughs> at this point in the story, which I'm very surprised about. I think that's the last time we ever see Anne on screen. That's true. Uh, we get that picture of Hierophant Green inside of Death 13. <laughs> it's yeah. so good. It's a little friend. He's a good boy. Oh, yeah. It's, it's we get some movie. Inyaba action and she's making all the bad faces mm-hmm. that you know and love. With and her get, wrapped up hand. We get like twice as much High Priestess than anything else. Yeah. Because <laughs> we needed to recap remember, the episode we were just remember, in. <laughs> yeah. Remember that one time that the High Priestess attacked us in the submarine? Whoa, what? <laughs> Whoa! For those of you who just tuned in. <laughs> like what? Halfway through the season finale. <laughs> but we finally arrived in Egypt. We've we did been. It. They been fucking did for it. So long, I'm so goddamn proud of it. 20 episodes later, and we get to see Speedwagon Foundation spies keeping an eye on Dio's house. <gasps> and there's like, oh, there's nine more stand users here. It, like, they're all wearing cloaks, but they're all still very clearly stand users. <laughs> I, I do not for a minute believe they would have all worn cloaks. No. They, no. they are too narcissistic. They're too batshit insane. Mm-hmm. They just. You, it's. It's a miracle that you convinced them to all take tarot names for their stands. <laughs> I don't see uh I don't see Boingo's hair in any of these. No, it's a hat. Yeah. Uh, His hair is in there. I don't know. So anyway, the Speedwagon Foundation spy gets destroyed. And uh Grant, how was that for you watching the Blu-ray version cuz uh in the, in the edited version, it's just black. The whole screen is oh, black through this whole scene. Like his head gets chopped off. There's blood gushing everywhere it's spraying on everything it is extremely graphic the whole screen is black yeah like they're, like it's I, for a reason there's just blood spurting everywhere like you Ooh. see you see the little stump pouring blood out it, it, you just it's can't just see like, the screen for like a minute like, oh. just like 10 percent of the screen is ever visible at any time during this. yeah it was it was something that's, that's, I'm like, holy oh, shit! That's the appropriate amount that I wanted to see. <laughs> the most graphic I've seen this show in a while since, like, maybe the hotel bathroom where that guy was just plastered everywhere. Mm-hmm. Sure, I think that sounds like a like a hotel bathroom, right? Uh, <laughs> so we so we finally get to see more Shadow Dio. Yeah, yeah. I fucking we missed have... him. It's been so long. It's been like 15 episodes. God damn, <laughs> he's our main villain. We still haven't seen him. Well, we do get to see the uh, the star some more. And yeah. have three dots on his ear, that means he's got the devil's own luck. He, he yeah, does have know. the devil's own luck. And his so rippling like, hair. His, his minion brings the dead body of the Speedwagon Foundation, and he's like, oh, I guess I have to stay on my toes. They've even got spies here looking after me. And he's like, can you feel it, Jonathan? They're inching closer and closer. And I'm like, man, Dio, you really know how to steal fucking scene. Like, <laughs> I love Dio so, so much. <laughs> it's so good. Such a dramatic bitch. Like, he has no reason to have such moody lighting. <laughs> he, he doesn't even have a reason to have this many books around. Like, I don't, I don't really know why he does this, but it's good. Yep. He's performing he's a, for no one. 
He's a vampire. <laughs> Look, it's just how it'd be. It's like dance he, like nobody's watching. Just <laughs> steal a scene like anyone is there to see it. <laughs> Look, Joseph could be watching it anytime, so he's always yeah. putting on a performance <laughs> for him. Yup. You gotta put on your A-game. <laughs> it's like he's a permanent cam girl. <laughs> <laughs> Dio, cam girl Dio. Dio. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. He can he can use pencil skirt substitute Dio for it, for this cam girl show yeah, for the, for the private shows. <laughs> mm. If you donate, if you donate enough, you'll put on the stone mask. <laughs> uh, so donate thirty dollars, you can get some Dio bath water. <laughs> oh. Be careful! Be careful! Be careful! He bathes in the blood of his enemies. <laughs> the only only thing I need to know is whether or not I can vape it. Yep. <laughs> Author's note: Please do not vape gamer girl bathwater. <laughs> like, who, like, was that a tweet or something? Because someone vaping gamer girl bathwater was like, should be tweet of the year. Like, that should be <laughs> like hashtag twenty nineteen. That, that's I it. saw it as a as a headline somewhere. Is like like fan vapes gamer girl bathwater. I'm like, yep, they have twenty nineteen. Right captured here. the <laughs> essence, like as Old Town Road plays in the background. Like that is. 2019. <laughs> oh, waiting for that the person who did that vaping to be on an Old Town Road remix. No, he died. I'm sure. <laughs> we, can only, we can only hope. Uh, so all yeah. I can say is like, like bravo to the girl who's cultivated a fan base where this is an economical like possibility. Unquestionably, I would do this in a heartbeat. Yeah. <laughs> Look, power to you. <laughs> I thought I thought she like only sold like three of them. I I don't know. It's a story no that is idea. greater than whatever yeah, I don't, the substance I don't. was. <laughs> the In facts way, don't matter. <laughs> it again spiritually represents the times. It is <laughs> the zeitgeist. Gamer girl bathwater. Reality is lame. <sighs> so, so Dio bathwater. <laughs> mm. So um, <sighs> Joseph is on the phone with his wife again, and mm-hmm. then. Uh, Holly, I mean, uh, not Holly, uh, CDQ is like, can I speak to my grandson again? I just and love so... this shot of them on this payphone because Joseph and Jodoro are both striking these immensely sassy poses and it is wonderful. They are yeah. so bored. Like, Jotaro is <laughs> being, like, really serious looking and Joseph is just being horribly uncomfortable. Is like, what is she saying to him? <laughs> what could she be saying? What is she saying to my grandson? But my favorite part is when she hangs up and she stands up and walks over somewhere and she she's still got it, baby. She does the same Susie Q walk where she's like yeah. sashaying mm. her hips and we mm. like it's practically mm. zooms in on her ass. But honestly, <laughs> I, I like this phone conversation a lot. Like, I think it's nice and it's heartfelt and like it really connects Jotaro with his like extended family that we never really got a connection before. That's true. And like, oh, and and she's like, you know, you just our men are, are, are strong and like strong willed. Like, I'm sure uh, whatever comes your way, you'll be able to, to handle it together. And I'm like, this is this is all really nice. She's looking at this nice picture. Of young mom Holly with kid Jotaro here. Oh, and like, suspenders. Before, He's so before, cute. Before right. I got really uncomfortable. <laughs> look, look, she knows she married into a fucking trash heap. <laughs> <laughs> she she understands. At this point in time, she understands. <laughs> and then Joseph and Jotaro get a scene where like, yeah, but we're not in this alone. And we look over at the... Beep beep! Come on, guys, get in! We got the car. Is they're all like waving and hanging out of the car? <laughs> I, I, I think this is really cute. It's here's the cute. here's I, the car we should have gotten for the sign. I, I mean, I'm, I'm upset that Polnareff is driving still. Yeah, I mean, it's just like yeah. I'm like, oh my god, Polnareff's gonna be behind the wheel, isn't he? And there he is. Come on, let let the fucking adult here. Let let Avdol drive. <laughs> <laughs> the adult drive, Kakuin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. And, and the episode like ends with an infographic on Egypt. <laughs> it's good, but they 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 cut it with some star platinum music, so I'm really here for it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, yeah, Egypt, the Nile River, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what even is this? We get a really 
uh, like the final frame is just like a picture almost of them standing around the car in the most awkward poses imaginable. Like the camp, like the picture was taken when they weren't ready. Kakuin's like taking a step forward, pulling us out of it. Joseph's like, "Wait, are we doing the picture now?" Like, I think, no, pre- I think Jotaro and Joseph are the only one who are actually striking a decent pose for it. I, I mean, <laughs> Joseph is trying to hide his hand from the picture because it's oh, missing. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't gotten that fixed yet. <laughs> Kaku in his mid step. Kakuin look looks like what do I do with my hands? <laughs> do I keep them to my side? Or do I, I like... He's got them in these weird flipper shapes. <laughs> Polnareff probably thinks he's in a cool pose. Polnareff thinks he's posing cool and like Abdul's like, dude, I'm not out of the car yet. <laughs> Polnareff won't open the door. Abdul's like a confused dad, doesn't know what's going on. I don't know. I don't think he's making eye contact with the camera. Like he's just sort of staring off in the other direction. Like this is a far cry from that great shot of them leaving the the Cujo mansion, <laughs> the synchronized stepping. That was like ha- like the best, and it was missing Polnareff, which makes it even better. <laughs> and then we uh, cut to walk like an Egyptian. It's our yeah. last oh. one. Oh, oh is it? Yeah. yeah. Oh no. You'll, you'll miss it. You will. Oh, you'll no. miss. You'll miss it. Post credits, we get one final scene of a helicopter flying over the desert with two like fucking weirdos in the front seat. Two fucking stand users. <laughs> look at these fucking stand users. <laughs> they look like kaiji characters. They look, yeah, they look kind of like they look like out of a different show. Absolutely. <laughs> they both have speed wagon written on their hats, and then we see something under some blankets just peek out with an eye, and it says "to be continued." To, to be, be continued. continued. <laughs> Yeah. So, and then we get a uh, a next on next season. Yeah, coming twenty fifteen. <laughs> Woo! This is where I started watching the show weekly. Nice, yeah. nice. Yeah, this is gonna nice. be painful, isn't it? Well, yeah, it's been painful. I really yeah. want to just like actually watch the show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry. Thank you for sticking with it. Yeah. So, so I, I I appreciate you at least lying to us about you not watching the show. <laughs> I legitimately don't watch ahead. Like oh. I watch what we are going to record for, so I'm like at most ever one episode ahead. Mm-hmm. So we're halfway through Stardust. How do you feel? The, this has been a fun ride. It's been very different. I you know it's still not topping Battle Tendency for me because Battle Tendency was a completely different animal that I loved. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is I feel like we do have a good formula here. You know, yeah, I just I, I love the squad. I love them doing dumb shit constantly and it just everything being awful and terrible and it's just the interplay of any number I, of these five characters being unfathomably out of character stupid at any moment. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've cultivated a good squad in this season though. Like I I think it's like if these characters weren't so likable or enjoyable, at least enjoyable is uh, a better word. <laughs> yeah, um, it, this wouldn't work. But like, there's something to all of them and the way they mesh together. I've always described Stardust Crusaders as like episodes of Scooby Doo, very monster of the week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, and you're really in it just because you you know what to expect from the five char- main characters with whatever their f- stupid monster of the week is. You know, yeah. it's Farmer Jenkins underneath the mask every time. But yeah. every yeah. time, you, you know, I, they're gonna find some bullshit way to defeat the stand user, and then they're gonna laugh at the end of the episode, <laughs> and it's all good. Like, no, they're they're gonna have a plan that doesn't work, but then it's going to work in a different way in a second. Yeah, yeah. Jodoro is gonna be serious and then punch something. You know, and Joseph's going to shout a lot. <laughs> Just a lot. <laughs> Polnareff's going to do something dumb and get clowned on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The winning formula. Yep. Uh, I stand by my... Uh, uh, cho- <laughs> I stand by my choice of Stardust Crusaders as my favorite so far. It's good. I and I, I will make a compelling case for uh, Diamond is Unbreakable is mine. But yeah, oh, like... Di- Diamond is Unbreakable is very good. I'm I'm actually rewatching Diamond is Unbreakable right now. Like, yeah. I'm I'm halfway through it, and it's astounding how good it is. It's really yeah. good. Like Stardust Crusader somehow takes like Araki's not good at this, but <laughs> somehow he just manages to like flop his way into a like where his bad things are also good things somehow. Like I, I was talking to Grant about this Comes the other back day. Around. Like 
Araki doesn't need to remember that much about the show. Like, he establishes the rules and makes them pretty simil- easy to remember, and then just doesn't. Like, the first episode, <laughs> he's like, alright, stand users take damage, and this is what a stand is, and long range stand... Like, he t- he can't remember the fundamental rules episode. Ep- you only get one power. That, like, it's not like he's got this huge mythology and arcana to remember. Like, he introduces a power, like, here's this person, here's what they do. And, like, five episodes later, that just doesn't matter. And, like, why? I I should hate this. Because he needs it to do something else. Look, it's it's about confidence, Joey. He, it, it like, the show never, t- like, seems aware of its own shortcomings. That's, you know, and despite Look, Joey, that, it's... the only the only explanations for how stands work we've gotten are from other stand users, and stand users aren't be- to be trusted. No, <laughs> they don't know how any of this works. They the have... only st- the only rules that stands have are that stand users are liars. <laughs> like, are we really the... going to trust people who have been having their brains eaten this whole time? The have you only... seen the way they dress. <laughs> the only rule of stands that we've confirmed so far is that stand like people who use stands are called stand users <laughs> and that's it have you already forgotten the rules of stands there are no rules of stands around <laughs> <are> here no <laughs> <sighs> but yeah so i'm glad you're enjoying this victor uh i like this is a very fun goofy season next season does have a tonal change and i think it's a lot better like it the just the content and structure is put together better, if that makes sense. Yeah, you know, Hands like, down. for Great. for all of the, the show's shortcomings, every time we uh, have to watch more episodes, I am excited to watch more JoJo. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Like I, I'm like We've it's been you. a long time since I was not excited to watch more JoJo. The last time was in Phantom Blood. Wow, that that's Good. what we call an addiction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jojo Anonymous. Jojo Dependency. <laughs> yeah. I, now, I don't know when the last time Acacia was excited to watch an episode of Jojo was, but I keep making her do it. Uh, I'm glad she's also along for the ride, unwillingly. Yeah. It's good, Keisha. Although I can't promise there will be fewer dead animals. That's not really the thing Rocky's No, into. I can actually guarantee that there will be more dead animals. <laughs> so you have that to look forward to. all right so thank you everyone for watching jojo's bizarre adventure with us you know coming on this journey um adventure yeah where can we find everyone well you can find me on twitter at los grantalonis that's los underscore grantalonis you can find me tim at big blue zam where i'll be posting a giant map of where everybody is where every where their uh stands that they fought in like this they do a good recap map for this season that's pretty good you can find yeah. me on twitter at tf waffleman tweet at the podcast at joestar all stars and find the podcast wherever you find fine podcasts spotify itunes apple podcasts joestar all stars.fireside.fm and if you want to contact us send us any good bad whatever mail send it to joestar all stars at gmail.com as always five star like subscribe tell a friend you know we're not really advertising and I want to give a bit of programming here. We're probably going to be re-recording episode one of Stardust Crusaders, just as kind of a retrospective. It's a place where anyone who's starting this would listen into it. So expect a little bit of um, alters with that. We'll make sure the old one's still available, but I think we can do a better job of it. And, you know, that's where everyone starts. And we want that to be, like, A-plus aces as good as we are now, right? Right, everyone? As good as yeah, we are absolutely. now. How about as good as we were... Yeah, 10, 12-ish episodes ago. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think we've, like, regressed? <laughs> oh, we I don't know. It's all downhill. We it's all downhill. <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, think our best content was uh, during the middle of this season where the the best episodes were. <laughs> there were some Steely good Steely Dan was... <laughs> Gosh. So this, just, just there was a string of one, like, non-two-parters right there from Captain Dragon onward that's just, oh, was so good. <laughs> so expect us to rename one of those episodes as Stardust Crusaders 1 and then... <laughs> <laughs> no, so if something pops up on your feed that's episode 1 again, hey, that's prob- just a little explanation for you. Hey, and here's another program. Look forward in a decade to when, uh, you know, we do another one of these watch-along podcasts when we, like, introduce our kids to JoJo for the first <laughs> kids 
kids react to JoJo's. Uh, uh, no, we're not uh, doing oh, this. No, no, that's no. Not, no. no. <laughs> JoJo babies is not happening. JoJo babies. Only if this baby can own an egg, okay? <laughs> all right <laughs> thank you all oh, this is Joe. just jo- blah, blah 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 this is joe star all-star signing out for all of you um oh god what did i say what secret did I handshake nerds secret handshake <laughs> nerds say goodbye jojo Good- goodbye jojo This has been a fun ride, topping Battle Tendency, because Battle Tendency was a complete animal that I loved. Oh, no, 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 no,